welcome to the F3 Gateway Podcast. I am your host today, Church Lady, and I'm glad you are joining me. Today I sit down with Bag Boy, and we have a great interview where we talk about the power of e-aging people in your life. Talk about how he got his name, his background, and how we were geographically very close to one another and never knew it. Well, without further delay, let's turn it over to the interview right now. Hey, Church Lady here today. Glad to be sitting down with Bag Boy. How you doing today? Doing great, Church Lady. Glad to be here. Great. Well, we uh, love to interview the packs and learn about them, and uh, you and I have had a chance to get to know each other a little bit better over the last few months, and I'm sure you got a great story that's going to be shared with all. So we're going to begin this interview as we do almost every interview by asking the basic questions. How did you get into F3? You know, what, what pulled you into that first workout? Who cued it? Uh, who EH'd it to get you there? And uh, how did you get your name? So let's take it away. All right. Thanks, Church Lady. Appreciate having me, man. So I was EH'd by him named Alfred. Uh, he, I work with him together, serve with him together in a Kids Crossing at the church that we attend. And he let me know about it uh, one Sunday morning in uh, early February of 2021. We were setting up the room and he looked at me and said, hey, you ever heard of F3? Nope. And so he kind of gave me the, the elevator pitch, if you will. And uh, I was sold right off the bat and, and uh, met him that Tuesday at that next Tuesday at Neverland for the first time. Uh, Power Clean led that workout. I think there were about eight guys there, zero turn, waterworks, um, no sales, some other guys, Alfred, obviously. And I just don't remember a whole lot of the workout. I just remember Power Clean was in charge and uh, he, he, and he took charge. And so uh, that was, that was kind of cool to see. And it just kind of got me, um, into the culture immediately. Remember getting absolutely smoked uh, at that workout. Don't remember any of the exercises uh, except for side straddle hops as a warm up, but um, was pretty much immediately hooked. I went uh, home after that beatdown and shared with my wife, Melissa, uh, kind of what went down. And just remember having a very, just a powerful conversation with her over the breakfast table. And that's happened. Several times where I've gotten uh, sweaty-eyed after after a beatdown and and especially a good COT, so I was I was hooked immediately. You know, I think it was actually my first beatdown I attended. You cued it, and your COT came from I think it was the book Love and Respect, and you talked about how oh Sacred Marriage. All right, there's so many good ones out there. Let's see if I remember it. So, uh, but Sacred Marriage, how it talked about. When you're trying to get something from your spouse that you should, in fact, be getting from God, it's going to damage that relationship. And that that hit me like a two by four between the eyes. And I was getting ready to go to Branson with on a family trip, and I said, "I want that so I can have this conversation with my wife on the way." So, absolutely, those COTs are powerful. Very good. All right, so let's uh, let's keep going on with uh, the questions at this point. So we've got your history, how you got into it, which is great. Let's talk about your roles in F three. Where you started, everybody starts off as an attendee, if you will, you know, a PAX member, a him. But oftentimes they get, I say promoted, I don't know if that's the right word, but they get the opportunity to step up to more roles. So talk about what you've done at F3. So pretty early on, I recognized that I really wanted to take F3 beyond my region or beyond my uh, immediate, you know, Neverland and immediate uh, AOs and, and kind of spread out as much as possible. I, I, heard about lube and what he was doing with expansion and became very 
interested in that. And once, obviously, Lou has done an amazing job of uh, spreading this thing all over all over the region and many regions at this point. And especially when Eastside, you know, Illinois um, side of the river was launched, I was very excited about that because I, I grew up in Illinois, knew guys that lived sort of in the area, both at, in, in and around the Fairview Heights area, and then uh, also in the kind of Glen Carbon, Edwardsville area. So pretty early on, got real excited and, and just wanting to take it there and and knowing there were guys that needed this and that wanted it that would want it from that and from traveling quite a bit we somewhat recently started a fire starters team so it got launched by the uh uh saint charles packs and then we sort of adopted that role as a way to just promote the culture um, help site cues where we can really live out the credo leave no man behind leave no man where you found him spread the love of f3 and, and build culture so started that being started as as the initial leader of that in our region uh frozone's now the leader uh, of the fire starters team and and so it's just been a absolute pleasure to work with those guys and meet with them on a monthly basis but also share sort of what we've learned and ways that we can help and so just having a team behind that has been really really meaningful and, and meant a lot to me to sort of be on that team and spread that three love as far as is leadership that's i've taken on so far. Hey, let's circle back around real quick, bag boy, because I don't believe we actually explained what your name means. So let's go back there. How'd you get that name? Yeah, absolutely. Sorry, I skipped over that that portion. Um, so I got my name, bag boy, from the amount of groceries that I bagged over the years. I grew up in a small town in Girard, Illinois, where my dad is the third generation owner or was the third generation owner of a grocery store named Cherry's IGA. There, I Grew up stocking shelves and helping pick up cigarette butts in the parking lot and, and cleaning, just general cleaning, and um, also bagged a lot of groceries. So that's how I got that nickname. And I also told the story in the in the COT about how when my dad sold the store about eight years ago to, to another company, um, it was less than a year after it was sold, the store that we had actually just recently renovated burned to the ground after a fire started in the uh, liquor storage room. So just as a sort of interesting little little story there uh, to share. So thankful that uh, it was sold in time. Who knows if it was an accident or not, but we, they, they deemed it as such. And uh, But it's built back up brand new. And, and so my small town of Girard, Illinois has a fantastic grocery store for you know just weird ways that the world revolves i lived what five miles from there in a little town called farmersville when i was first married even before i was married and then uh, through the first five years of or so of college uh, I, I took five years to do a four-year degree that's how good i am so <laughs> but no like and so we were so close to each other and had no idea and yet our worlds connected years later through f3 just it's amazing how the strings get brought together okay F3 stands for Fitness, Fellowship, and Faith, and each one of these holds particular ideals. You obviously show up for the free workout to begin with, but then the fellowship and the faith aspects get drawn into it. Out of those three, has one of them been the most impactful to you since you've been in F3? Absolutely. Appreciate the question. Um, faith has, has by far and away um, been the, the biggest impact or had the biggest impact on my life. While I obviously appreciate greatly the the fitness and the consistency and, and you know losing weight getting better stronger um, and of course the fellowship with 
guys that just want to be there and that are good men and um, not having that before um, has been outstanding. But the, but the faith portion, you know, for me is just so important and, and kind of what I just center my life around as a, as a believer in Christ and, and follower of, of Jesus. Just the, the way that um, I've been able to really kind of, you know, it talks about, you know, in F3 with the G3L, so the get right, live right, lead right, leave right. You know, that to me um, is what has, uh, just in my journey with F3, you know, I've, I've really started to get right. And, and where I don't know that I would have been there without it, uh, without F3, really tackling gestures, uh, you know, growing in my leadership, both at home and in my community and at my church. And I know that, you know, some uh, volunteer serve, serve positions I hold um, at church just would have never happened without F3. And, and that kind of all just ties in together in uh, my relationship with the Lord as well and, and been much more consistent with you know, my, my prayer life, my thought life, my Bible reading um, since starting F3 and, and just really made it an emphasis to kind of live out the values that I, I always knew were there, but being reinforced, you know, a bit by believers and, and, and by, by guys, may, maybe not believers, that, that just um, believe in something outside of themselves and, and kind of referencing back to the, the COT. I mean, a good message impacts me tremendously and, and helps fuel my day, my week, and just my thought life and, and so many things. And so, you know, that faith portion of it has just transformed my life, really, and, and put me in positions that, that I, I would not have been in without, without F3 and without faith. That's great. We have more questions, maybe some a little more serious, but let's go to uh, maybe the lighter side for just a minute. Let's talk about your favorite exercise your least favorite exercise, and what is maybe one of the more creative beatdowns you have led? So my favorite exercise, um, it would have to be anything Merkin-related, anything pushing. Um, I just have always been strong in the, the, the chest area, I guess, and so like getting getting that, uh, get, getting those uh, reps in is, and, and I will say, as well, we don't do them that much, but but pull-ups. I love pull-ups too. I think that's just a good full body, especially upper body um, exercise. It just helps with with posture and, and strength. You know, overall strength. I guess the the pushing and pulling with the arms, if you will. My least favorite exercise is is the burpee, which uh, I just the full range of motion. The you know I'm I'm a bigger guy, so and taller guy and and heavier guy, so. The, the burpees really, really get me, um, especially when I do a lot of them. Uh, they can they tend to, to wear on me a little bit, um, but I need them, obviously. And so it does have some pushing involved, but with the, the hips and all, and all of that goes into it, uh, yeah, not, not, my, not my favorite. So the most creative beatdown I believe I've led was, was probably my VQ, which was uh, the theme was Club Neverland, so turning Neverland into a, a club, if you will. Uh, my wife and I go to Vegas about once a year, typically. We did not go in 2020 due to COVID. In retrospect, I decided to uh, go ahead and and bring Vegas to, to Neverland and really had the, the lights, the bubble machines, the glow sticks, the pulled out, you know, all the stops uh, for that beat down, really you know, had had some time to think about it, 
and um, you know, just just uh, tried to make it as fun as possible, bring my personality to it, some uniqueness to it. You know, it it was cool to to lead that and then see the guys uh, sort of reactions to that. It was it was really special. Made me feel that that's you know one of the early moments that really made me feel a part of F3. And really, uh, once you lead, you just you know take it to the next level. So it, it was exciting and. You know, I think a fun beatdown for a lot of guys, and a, and a hard beatdown for some, especially 1040. It was he was an F and G that day. We named him, and so I know uh, he he nearly splashed Merlot, so that was good. That told me it wasn't wasn't easy either. So uh, that, that would have to be my most creative. That's a good one. I was reminded of the one you did uh, where you set up. Uh, I think it was like. I don't know, three golf courses. And when you had to chip into the hula hoop and if your team put, put a ball in, then you got to do the travel on the flat ground. If you did not put a ball in the hula hoop, you had to travel up the hill. Right. And my team did really well that day. And I was so happy because <laughs> traveling up uh, OH Hill uh, at the Heights is no easy task. Yeah. This next question can be linked to the idea of asking which child is your favorite. You know, in any given moment, one of them might feel closer to you than another, and that's not good or bad. It's just the seasons of life we're in. And in F3, as we get to know various men, we build closer bonds with them. Or maybe we don't see them as often because they're traveling to different AOs or there's a change in schedule. So for you, as you've got to know different hymns throughout your time in F3, which ones have had the biggest impact on you and your acceleration? There are so many, <laughs> um, you, you know, I, I think early on, uh, power clean, um, Alfred, no sale, zero turn GMO. Th those guys really propelled me sort of from the get go, um, made me feel welcome, um, reached out to me, you know, in and out of the gloom, just, just made sure I was taken care of. And, and really from their example, tried to lead by their example and, and reach out, you know, to men and, and connect and, and, um, you know, light fires where needed. And so, you know, early on, it was those guys. I mean, there, there've been so many 1040 to you church lady to scrunchies who's newer on the East side and Roscoe on the East side. Um, love those guys. Tarmac. There's just so many Frozone, Fulton. I could go literally on and on Southwest, uh, who's one of my great friends, you know, uh, even before F3, and my brother Pedro, who lives in, in southwest Missouri, so in the Ozark-Springfield-Mo area, which I will say uh, real quickly is um, going to have their first in-person beatdown ever um, this coming uh, April 30th. It's on a Saturday, so 5.30 in the morning. There's a stronger men's conference is what it's called down there at JQH Arena on fr that Friday night, the April 29th, and uh, that Saturday the 30th. You know, we've been talking about launching a, a, a region, a mustard seed, whatever you want to call it. It would be a mustard seed to start, which is a small, very small um, region. But we're going to do it on that Saturday. So very excited about that. We've got uh, Scrunchies Southwest. McDreamy is going to be there as well. So, yeah, very excited. Some other guys uh, on the east side, Ankles, Squid. Um, and then more recently, um, talking about COTs and guys that have impacted me, really been impacted recently by by uni and pamela just how they've opened up how you can tell those guys are just just have a passion they've been unlocked they've been it's just so cool to see so that that's what that's what excites me that's what gets me going that's to see guys just get it and and be unlocked and lead and it's it's amazing
All right, we're going to do two more questions here and then a final thought after that. And this one is, what AO do you attend the most? And we're going to follow that one up with inviting people to F3 is how it grows. That you know, There are some advertisements on Facebook. There are shirts that we wear, bumper stickers we put on. But ultimately, it's through relational conversations. And the number of people I've heard that have come to F3 because of your personal invitation is astronomical. So I'd like to hear about how those conversations go, what that looks like for you. Because I'll say for me, I was so impressed. One of my first beatdowns, somebody was running the park after it was over and you and Fulton chased him down and ran with him to share. And I'm an introvert and want to know part of it, but you told me, come on, man. So I dragged my feet kicking and screaming and then uh, squirrely became part of F3 as a result of that conversation. So Let's hear about uh, your approach uh, after you tell us about your AO. Absolutely. So my the AO, AO I go to the most now is the Heights. I When I first started F3, it was Neverland. The Heights was not an AO yet. Um, Neverland was the closest. That was my first post uh, was there. Um, I, I try to get to Neverland um, as much as I can, but with a lot of travel, I do, um, you know, on kind of my Monday, Wednesday, Fridays, um, try to get to to as many AOs as I can, um, and then consistently with with um, QSource and as as much as possible QSource at the Heights and uh, on Tuesdays and then uh, also Thursdays and Saturdays. So um, Heights is my is my I would call my home AO. Regarding EHing, you know it, it's really a different approach for for every guy. I think catering um, that EH message to each person is important. Um, for instance, you know, uh, I'll, I'll use Roscoe as an example. I hadn't, I, I played football with Roscoe in, in college, hadn't talked to him in a long time, and actually ended up getting his phone number from from Scrunchies, who is my uh, good friend from from college as well, and uh, just reached out to him via text. You know, just wanted to see how he was doing, and, and also invite him to this this uh, this F three thing we got going on, and and just through that messaging he came out and, and he's been locked in ever since with other guys, you know, with, with scrunchies. I, you know, first talked to him about it in the car on, on the way back from Strongerman's conference last year. We didn't have an AO at the time near him, but once we did, uh, which was just a few months ago now, uh, or several months ago now at the mine in, in, um, in Maryville, he, he came out and he's been, been locked in ever since. The in-person EHs, uh, for instance, my brother who came in from uh, came in from out of town or, or Springfield Mo where he lives, and just talking to him about it uh, in person, and, and he came in for a visit one time and, and uh, had his first post at Neverland, and then Wet Willie, and he's still going strong with virtual workouts right now. Uh, I've been doing that on you know consistently three days a week for about a year, uh, over a year now. He just had his F3 uh, anniversary or F3versary, whatever you'd like to call it. And so, again, exciting that he's uh, launching in person um, April 30th. And uh, so it's just different with every guy. Um, I just think it's important to, to meet guys where they're at. And, and for when you convey the message of F3, have a, a somewhat of a good relationship with, with who you're talking to. Now, that's not always the case. Like with Squirrely, obviously, you want to reach out to all men. You don't have to have that you know, longstanding or, or solid foundation of a relationship, but it is important um, for them, for you to connect with them on, on sort of a, an empathetic level and, and where they're at, you know, in their life or, you know, in their, in their fitness even. Um, but ultimately to, to ask the question, I mean, Hey, would you like to come with me to the workout after, 
kind of introducing F3 and, and asking them if they know, know what it is and, and all of that. Um, but yeah, it just, it just varies, varies from guy to guy. But I think if they see your passion for it, um, they, you know, you can tell your story of, of what it's done for you. I think that's goes a very long way. And, you know, for me down 25 pounds and, and, you know, went from definite sad clown to, to really turning that around through, I talked about the G3L and just anyway, just sharing your story, um, and making it personal, really empathizing with where that person's at, I think goes a really long way and, and getting, getting guys out and, and keeping them out. And then once they are there, you know, it's important to show up and, and be there when they're there. At least I would say the first two or three beatdowns, if at all possible, definitely the first one. Um, and then as much as possible, getting them ingrained in the culture, getting free to lead the book in their hands, introducing them to other guys, making them feel comfortable, all, working out next to them during the workout, just always encouraging, um, goes a really long way. Well, as we wrap up, we're not going to wrap up with a question so much as an opportunity for you to share. At the end of every workout, we have the COT, which you've referred to, the circle of trust. It's the opportunity for a man to be vulnerable in front of other men, to let them know about real life challenges and successes, to know about failures and other issues that they've gone through. And you find out you're not going through life alone. You find out that there is hope and there is encouragement to be found even when life is challenging. So as we wrap up, is there a COT you would like to share with those who are listening today? Yeah, thank you, Church Lady. Um, the, the thing I would like to share is my, my word from 2021 that I used um, for my eight box and then the word for this year. So my word last year was grace and you know, God's grace has been been all over my life when I when I don't realize it, when I didn't want to realize it, when I didn't see it um, for quite a long time. Um, you know, when I I'll just say when I first when I was 15 years old, I got um, stricken with uh, with anxiety and depression. I had never dealt with that before, and uh, for for various reasons, and and really um, got in some very dark places for or a number of years and. Um, God's grace was with me that entire time. Uh, I didn't realize it. I, I would pray, but it just just not getting any relief, sort of, from what I was feeling. And finally got the help I needed when I was when I was 25, and um, things started getting better from there. But s- still dealing with with quite a bit. And then, uh, you know, it, it really um, God's grace kind of came to fruition when when F3 came along. My um, I had started to sort of get more involved at church, serve, but I, I just wasn't there. I wasn't right. I was still struggling with, you know, things in, in my life. And through God's grace, he, he pulled me sort of through a lot of that. Now, I'm not going to say uh, I've, I've completely gotten right. I think that's always going to be a process and, uh, you know, you're always going to fail. But but uh, I've gotten to the point where, you know, I, I'm I'm sort of at, at peace, if you will, with, with what— um, God or how God has impacted my life, and um, I, I relate that as well to uh, to an acronym I heard recently that is RISK, and it's uh, so R I S K. So rescued people, rescue people, um, and you know I, I've been rescued uh, from from the depths of anxiety and depression that I that I've gone through, and you know just just been rescued as well through um, through my church family and through my F three family. Um, so I, I, 
you know, just try to give what I can uh, back and invitational fails is the I and risk and, and kind of going back to inviting um, guys to F3. And, and, you know, I, I invite a lot. I, I'm an inviter. I invite to church. I invite to, to golf. I invite to F3. I invite to a lot of things uh, over for dinner, uh, whatever it is. So I, I'm an inviter. I hear no a lot or just no responses sometimes, but that's okay. I'm going to keep inviting and um, have those invitational fails. So I, I want to give people, you know, the chance to say no. I don't want to say no for them. So um, when I know something's good, I'm going to invite somebody. Um, and then uh, the S in risk is is seven days, every seven days, hearing a, a God-only story or, or experiencing a God-only story where um, you're like, man, you know, only, only God could do something like that, uh, put these pieces into place. Uh, things like that. And then K is, is a physical act of kneel to pray. So um, I found that in, in my prayer life, when I do, um, y- you know, make that intention to to kneel, you know, or, or to um, pray out loud, I, I, I find find that prayer to be more powerful, more, more in more connection with the Lord um, and, and make more of a difference. So that's the grace portion. The, the word for for uh, 2022 for me is present. So the I would say the the gesture that I that I currently struggle with the most is um, distraction. So having my phone on me too much, or you know checking checking the phone too much, or or not being present in my mind with um, the person I'm with. Um, you know, recently my my phone died, and uh, it was one of the it, it was great because I had three days of of not of not having that distraction. And so I, I noticed myself very much more intentional with my family, with in, anybody that I was in conversation with. And um, that's really what kind of kicked off the word for me, uh, present, and just being there, uh, listen well, and, and just be completely engaged in, in the moment and with the person you're with. Um, so with that, um, you know, I'll say – a verse. I don't know if I consider it my life verse, but but a verse that has spoken to me recently. It's Second Corinthians nine eight. It says God is able to make all grace abound to you, so that having all sufficiency in all things at all times, you may abound in every good work. And really, what that means is it, anything that you do in God's name for His glory, a good deed, will have His power to it. It's a guarantee. Look to Him for it. Don't attempt to do things on your own. There's no on your own, as we say in F3. Hey, powerful message. That was great. Bag Boy, I really appreciate you coming in today to share with the men of F3. They'll be encouraged by this message. But we have to end the podcast like we end every workout. This has been Mark Ravisky, 37, church lady. Andy Cherry, 38, Bag Boy. Bag Boy, it's been great. I'll see you in the glue. Aye. Wow, what a great message Bag Boy shared with us today. Next week, we look forward to bringing you another great episode. It might be an interview. It might be something else. Because you never know when something goes wrong. In F3, we modify as needed. Until then, this has been Mark Ravisky, 37, Church Lady. See you in the gloom.